Discover the French language with Jessica. It's right here. It's right now on French Your Way podcast. Bonjour à tous, bienvenue sur l'épisode 209 de French Way Podcast. Welcome to episode 209 of French Way Podcast. And if you've been following me for some time now, you know that I'm always curious and passionate about where the words come from. So I often uh, Google like the etymology of words or I like to make connections in my mind um, between words um, like de that are derived from the same family. I find that it is extremely helpful to find out um, because words make more sense and they also become more memorable, which is uh, something quite handy when you're learning a new language and you have to um, try to expand your vocabulary range as much as possible. So it's just second nature for me that in my everyday life, I, I do ponder uh, on words or and I suddenly find connections between uh, the English and the French words or between French words themselves. And in this episode, I'd like to, to share some uh, examples with you. In fact, the idea uh, for this um, uh, topic, for the topic of this episode, came from, um, and unknowingly so, uh, from my uh, father-in-law, who, um, he was born and grew up in uh, Vietnam, and he knows a little bit of French, and one day we were watching um, a cooking show on TV, uh, where the candidates were making um, Vietnamese uh, food, one uh, famous Vietnamese dish uh, that is spelled uh, P-H-O, and uh, it's like Um, and he told me, do you know the origin of that word? It actually comes from the French. Um, and I was like, French, what can that be? And then the French feu, uh, that means fire. And actually, uh, the that dish, which... When I said, ah, it's like the French feu, he was like, ah, yeah, you pronounce it really well now. Uh, because I was always like, feu, feu, feu. It's actually pronounced feu uh, as reference to uh, un pot au feu. Pot au feu, uh, you have the same word in, uh, in English. It also means beef stew. And literally, it's the pot on fire. So you, you cook um, the, the veggies and the meat for a long time um, in a lot of uh, broth or, or liquid above uh, the fire. Um, yeah, so that's one of the few examples of uh, French words that travel through the borders. And if you are um, intermediate or advanced uh, learner of French, I recommend, and you are interested in the subject, uh, in the topic, sorry, I recommend that you listen to my other podcast of French Voices, episodes 38 and 39. Uh, this is my interview with uh, Marie, uh, Marie Treps, who is a linguist and the author of Oh La La, C'est Français. And so in that book, she talks about these words that travel uh, through the borders and um, the representations, the, the image, um, the cliches as well sometimes that uh, are conveyed about uh, French people and French culture through these words. Very, very interesting. So episode 38 of French Voices, I will link uh, to this in the uh, show notes of the episode. So after uh, feu, 
uh, that is something that I uh, pondered by myself. I was thinking about... Um, I was in the kitchen and I was just uh, thinking about our oven. And the French for oven is four. Uh, it's spelled F-O-U-R, just like Ford, number four in English. And I was like, why? Like, is there a link? And then I found, yes. Um, well, a link. Um, four, the French four comes just simply and as many French words from the uh, Latin furnus uh, or furnace. So there's not much mystery here as for the origin of the, the word. Um, but just to help you English speakers uh, memorize that word, um, you have, um, you, in your English vocabulary, you have a word that is uh, related, that is derived from four and furnace, which is actually furnace, furnace or inferno, blazing fire. Um, in French, it's la fournaise, la fournaise. So same family of word. And here, uh, you can clearly have um, the, 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 the notion, you can clearly actually feel the heat. Um... In one episode where I was talking about the false uh, cognates or false friends, um, I was telling you that une cave, une cave is not actually a cave. Uh, it's a, a false friend. It, it uh, just leads to confusion. Une cave is a cellar. For example, a, une cave à vin is a wine cellar. And if you want to say a cave, in French, it is une grotte, une grotte. Now, I was thinking about that word and I found that, um, you know, when you have a big cave or a, 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 a landscape that is composed of many um, caves together, um, you call that a cavern. Um, I'm not sure I, accent, I stress the word properly. Uh, a cavern. And in French, it's une caverne. So from cave to caverne, which is une grande grotte, a big cave, uh, we managed to bounce back and uh, so find a, um, that word caverne, which is kind of a link between um, the French cave and the English uh, cavern. An adjective derived from uh, caverne is caverneux or caverneuse. Uh, so for a landscape, it means uh, cavernous. Uh, and it also means uh, for a voice or a sound, it means hollow. Uh, and why? It is because when you're talking to something hollow, is like you're talking in a cave. There's a lot of uh, echoing and reverber reverberation of the sound. So we use caverneux. In French. Um, once I was walking in the street and I saw uh, that was on the hairdresser window uh, that you could have a, a balayage here. A balayage, you have the same word in English in, uh, in American. Uh, that's balayage or highlighting for hair highlighting, uh, potentially in uh, Great Britain. Um, and I so I just didn't know that in English you could actually use the French word for that technique. So um, I thought it was interesting to see a French word on the the window. Um, and so balay is a, is a broom. Balayer is to to sweep. 
un balayage is because when you do that um, highlighting or that balayage, you know, you don't dye all the hair. It's only like some, um, how do you call it? Like some mm, strains, strings of hair. Uh, it gives an effect like as if you had lightly brushed with a, with a broom and it allows to create more um, uh, light effects and volume. It's, it's actually quite uh, subtle and it's not a full dye. So it's called un balayage uh, for this reason, just swept. Um, and recently, uh, during a walk at the beach with uh, Lily, my daughter, uh, who is going to turn free soon, um, she pointed to me at some uh, parachutes, parachutes or parachutes. And I just elaborating on that word for her, I said, yeah, uh, parachute. So para means that it is trying to protect you from something, to uh, counter something. Um, un parachute is against une chute, is to prevent you from une chute. And une chute is a fall, a drop. So it's prevent, it to prevent you from falling from the sky. You use un parachute. And I told her, and what do you use to protect yourself from the rain? You use un parapluie. And when you want to protect yourself from the sun, you use un parasol. So that's not the parasoleil, but just parasol. And uh, then I was thinking of paratonnerre as well. And le tonnerre is a thunder, when there's a thunderstorm. So what would be um, the uh, English equivalent for paratonnerre? What is that? It's a lightning rod. That's what I found actually on my uh, online dictionary. I always use um, uh, word reference. That's my uh, favorite resource for that. Okay, so I hope these words that I told you, so I'm going just, just to uh, sum them up. Uh, um, the Vietnamese dish, uh, feu, uh, now you know how to pronounce it well as well, is derived from the uh, le feu, uh, le feu. Um, uh an oven is called a four, and you also have an, la fournaise, uh, furnace that is derived from the same uh, family. Um, I talked about um, a big, big cave, which is une caverne, uh, and about the uh, adjective caverneux uh, for um, especially hollow sounds and voices, as if you were uh, talking in a cave. I talked about le balayage for your hair, so just a swept, uh, a very natural uh, effect, so alternating um, uh, shades uh, in your hair. And uh, the prefix para, which is to um, help you protect against something, the parachute, parasol, parapluie, and paratonnerre. I hope you've enjoyed this uh, episode. If you do like a uh, French showway podcast, or even if you don't, actually, I'm just asking for your honest opinion on uh, on iTunes, really. Uh, whatever your opinion is, uh, head there and leave a review uh, for me. Just like May Oui Mon Ami uh, did and rated it actually five stars, um, saying a great teacher and a great podcast. I'm an experienced language teacher who has recently decided to teach um, myself French. Being a teacher means I know uh, what I'm looking for when it comes to resources and I can 
wholeheartedly recommend this uh, podcast. Jessica speaks clearly and explains things that we need uh, to know very well. Thank you. Merci. Mais oui, mon ami, that's very nice. I appreciate. I, I totally understand that sentence. Being a teacher means that I know what I'm looking for when it comes to resources. I am very picky as well uh, and uh, very um, uh, critical of uh, any material to learn language or any pedagogical and educational uh, material um, in general, whether it's... Uh, interesting books or games or anything i think it's just <laughs> second nature for us to assess everything depending on the like some very um important criteria to us anyway thanks a lot and see you in the next episode of french away podcast